What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. It's episode 23. Here with all the boys plus Sham. Woo! Let's go, baby. Podcast. Hey, what's up? My name is Sham, aka Shammy. You dig? <laughs> I'm excited to be here with y'all. Can't wait to get started. Oh, yeah. Hi, Thank mom. You. Hi, dad. Let's right. get into our opener, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so I'm starting off with mine. Bucks Super Bowl parade was over last week, and uh, we saw Tom Brady in a way that we haven't seen him before. He was he was tripping and falling and throwing Lombardi trophies across the water to other yachts, <laughs> and uh, he was having the time of his life. And it's definitely good to see the goat enjoying himself. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go to a little different note. We don't talk about hockey much here, but it, it's, it was cause kind of a quiet week in sports. So I, I'm gonna take it to the rink. Uh, my San Jose Sharks, well, not the best. Uh, Tomas Hurdle's been popping off lately. I know a lot of you guys don't know who that is, so I'll keep it short and simple. He scored a goal, and I believe his last three games and four goals overall, he's having a monster week. Oh, I, I, know, I know all about Tomas. Hey, Tomas. We're going from the rink to the pitch. Because I'm thinking the best thing I saw today was Kylian Mbappe scored three goals against Barcelona without Neymar, another superstar. Mbappe's only 22, and he's a freaking stud. So, listeners, I'm gonna have to apologize for that one. Okay, baby. Yeah. Hockey, Hockey and, and soccer, soccer man. Feel that. a little uh, explicit content, or what is it like? A parent, like uh, a little sorry, warning man. label yeah, before man, football season's over. We we don't really know what to talk about. You no, know, it's real football on the pitch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the show is now with my opener. It's gonna be J.J. Watt breaking free from the chains of Houston. Released by the Texans. That was a free agent. He can go wherever he desires. And you got to feel pretty good for a guy like J.J. Watt. You know, I'm taking it from the field to the court with a little Michigan basketball. You know, after a four-week COVID break, we did come back and beat the Wisconsin Badgers. We were down at halftime, 39-27, but we did pick it up. We doubled the, the Badger score, 40-20, to with our leading score being Isaiah Livers. And Franz Wagner and Hunter Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson with 15. Is that the tall ass white dude? Yeah, bro. yeah I think he's giant. He is bro. so good. How did Adrian Nunez do? No TikTok minutes. star. The TikTok star is actually a bench warmer. You know, like, averages about two points a game. That's cool though. He, he he's pretty. Looks half the way. You gotta exactly. look good to be here. Yeah, exactly. rolling. Hey, we rolling right now, Sean. Yeah, exactly, baby. Let's go to the college courts, the pro courts. Alex, what's the dub report? Dub report. The Warriors destroyed the Cavs last night. It wasn't even close. Curry dropped 36. Easy 36. Draymond also tied his career high last night in assists. Broke it. Yeah, 15 was, I believe. Oh. His previous high, he had 16 last night. Oh. Wow. So, Steph Curry is on a tear right now. He is the first guard since Michael Jordan in 1995-1996 to score 25 points, 50% from the field in nine straight games. That's uh, right. Now. That's a pretty good comparison. I believe he's I on believe goal eleven. Level. Is the record like overall yeah. for front like or backcourt? So he's 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 close. Wow. And his numbers are nearly identical to his MVP season. Unanimous. Oh, yeah. We did lose, but he went off that season and and yeah, carried us. Three-time MVP. It's the best point guard of all time. Right? Whoa! <laughs> hey. I'm willing to have that conversation. We can, we can have that, that conversation. Can be made. It's recency bias. It is, but, and favorite team bias, but you know, and God bias because, like, you know, yeah, Steph Curry's God. Really Steph Curry's on flash. But yeah, we we play a former fellow tomorrow. Andre Iguodala. Former comes. fellow. <laughs> Salt fellow. Iguodala comes back to Warriors ground tomorrow. Friend. 
Oh, he's still a fellow. <laughs> Alright, for a friend, Andre Iguodala tomorrow comes back. Yeah. And if we compete in all the game, I'll be happy. What? Wait, he can compete every game. Well, they're happy. Since, since Butler's come back, they've been a lot better, but before that, they were they were struggling. And they yeah. got Snapper Gang Donkey. Oh. Uh, they also did, lo- they did lose to the uh, Los Angeles Clippers with no Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, that's not good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right, All right, get into this, Kyle. Let's get into where's your head at. So first off, we're going to be talking about J.J. Watt and his future. But first off, let's talk about some of J.J. Watt's accolades in his career. Ooh. Five-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, 2010 All-Decade Team, 2012, 2014, 2015 Defense Player of the Year. Very nice. 2017 Walter Payton Man of the Year. What a guy. He has 101 sacks in his career. The 100 Not in the club. next chapter for the future Hall of Famer. Where do you guys have Mr. J.J. Watt going? Right now, I have him going to Cleveland. I would love to see him reunite with his brother, but they just have no money whatsoever right now. And, by the way, Cleveland has been recruiting him crazily on social media right now. Let's see him in a Browns uniform. I think a lot of teams are recruiting J.J. Watt. We saw DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, make an Instagram post saying, let's finish what we started. George Kittle didn't like that. He said, slow down there. Um... For me, I think J.J. Watt could end up in Pittsburgh. I think it would make sense. I think he'd be willing to take a pay cut to go play with his brothers on what possibly could be a Super Bowl contending team, at least a playoff team, depending on the moves they make. But for me, the most logical landing spot would be Green Bay. I think Green Bay has one or two more years left in their window. Money-wise, I believe they can do it. Add to an already solid D-line with Ed Rushers, Zedarius Smith, and company. I, I think J.J. Watt wants to win a Super Bowl, and I think Green Bay is a spot where he could see himself doing that. Yeah. I think he wants to win a Super Bowl. I, 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 I think he said that. I think most people want to win a wants, Super Bowl. It yeah. makes sense, you know? He wants to go to the contender, yeah. so I'm going to say the favorites to land him are probably Pittsburgh, but I, I could really well see him on the Cleveland Browns. I could see him in Green Bay and Buffalo as well. Oh, Buffalo Buffalo's an interesting team. I've heard that, too. If he goes, I, I'm going to say Pittsburgh, but if he, doesn't, if he goes to one of those other three teams, I wouldn't be shocked. I also like J.J. Watt. I think him reuniting with his brothers would be a very good move, but also Cleveland and Green Bay. But, you know, a possible prediction is him going with DeAndre Hopkins over the Cardinals, you know, him and Buda Baker, uh, you know. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like that as a Niner fan. I, I don't want to see... I don't want to center fielder. I don't want to see Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Cutter Murray two times year each year. It's, that's, that's nightmare heaven. That's going to be a deadly time. Nightmare heaven. You know, it's a fucking new one. Uh, I got a bold one here. I think he's going to Detroit. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> nah, that's not happening. He's going, not home, but he's going to go play with his brothers in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's going to be something fun to watch, I feel like. J.J. Watt in one end, and T.J. Watt on the other end, and Derek Watt. On the bench. Pullback. You know, good pullback, actually. Don't forget that, but I think that'd be awesome to see the trio of brothers playing together. Uh, definitely going to be something to watch for, though. As three time defensive player of the year is going to be on the move. We're going to basketball now, where we saw a decently big injury in Anthony Davis occur over the last week. Uh, we've it's kind of vague what it's going to be. It's either ankle, Achilles, it's calf. I think has also been mentioned. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole bunch of things. Uh, timelines all are all over. It could be two weeks, could be three weeks, could be a month. We don't know. How much did this injury? Or does this injury affect the reigning champs in the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, first off, what was that? You're good. Okay, first off, it's a little concerning that they, first of all, don't know which one it is. 
and what the actual timeline is. I've seen two to three weeks. I've seen three plus. I've seen month to month. Uh, so that is a big red flag. But overall, I think this is actually a good thing for the Lakers. Just because more minutes for Kuzma, more <laughs> minutes for Taylor Horton Tucker. I know everyone's shaking their heads, but think about this. If you no, it's know, not. It's not Taylor. Think about Harold. Harold. Oh, okay. okay. Harold. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyways, he's probably like a ten-day contract player. Anyway, <laughs> he's not. But anyway, <laughs> he didn't even know his guys, name. <laughs> these guys will be getting a good amount of minutes. It's good to know if someone actually has the ability to take over a game before you know they have to put in those kind of minutes in the playoffs. So that's why I think it's a good thing. All right, Alex is showing me a stat right now. The Lakers are currently losing to the Timberwolves, so <laughs> okay. I don't think Anthony Davis being out is okay. I, I don't I don't think Anthony Davis Davis being out could possibly be a good thing for the Lakers. In my opinion, Anthony Davis is currently. Okay, you can argue he's the best player on that team right now with LeBron getting later in his no, career. LeBron sucks. Yeah, that's obvious. I, I'm saying <laughs> someone can make the argument for that. Anthony Davis is such an important piece to what makes that team go. I don't think him being out could like, in any way be a good thing. Yes, more guys might get minutes, but come playoff time, you need him to be ready. And like you said, them not having a clear timeline or a clear, you know, knowledge of what the injury is is concerning to me because we've seen this before i don't want them to come out in a couple of days and say this is the torn achilles in his season and most of next season be over so i'm hoping for you know three or four weeks at most but right now it's a little concerning yeah it's pretty concerning because he had a pre this, he was already hit, hurt with this achilles injury then he re-aggravated it yeah. in game against denver which he got blown out after he exited but I think standing wise, they'll take a little dip. You, I think Utah might win the West here. If Eddie's hurt, they might win it. It's possible. They probably five. should win it. They won how many of their last like twenty? Wait, you talking about? They won like, eight in a row. I said well, another conference or like no, just regular season. Okay. Utah will probably yeah. win the Western Conference regular season. Record wise, they and then Clippers probably fall up, and Lakers will end up third. But they have LeBron James, so they they sh- they'll be fine for the playoffs. You know, I think. You know, with the AD injury, I think LeBron definitely has to step up. You know, although he's averaging a great number of points, he will step it up. Even Not more. my goat, though. Huh? Yeah, he, he is Not my, my goat. goat. LeBron is my goat. Uh, You're Tom's weird. Original. With that said, Kyle Kuzma will also have to step it up as well. You know, he he plays the uh, plays a big four position. So. Yeah. And the thing is too about my my point is your point's stupid. You could figure out who's staying around next year too. If if Kyle you know, Kuzma does you, step it up, they won't trade him. Then they don't exactly. have to trade him. Exactly. If he doesn't step it up, they're going to have to get rid of him. That with uh, also Demontrez Harrell, too. Right? He plays a center position. So. I think Montrez Harrell is pretty established. When Kuzma, when Kuzma gets in and starts in place for uh, when Davis wasn't playing the last couple games, uh, he's been fine. Yeah. Obviously, this injury isn't a good thing for the Lakers. I mean, having one of the best players in the league go down and while he's on your team is not going to help you in any way, despite what Skyler thinks. Uh, and yeah, it might help you, like, little off the roster for next year and the years beyond that. But, I mean, it's not not going to be good for them. But as long as they make the playoffs, they'll be fine. As long as AD is fully healthy by May, it'll be fine. Because we've seen teams like the Jazz this year. For example, a team like the Hawks a few years ago, the Pacers a few years before that. They were the number one seed in the East. And this is in, in, this is in the Western Conference. But LeBron was in the East on, on those teams, too. And uh, he had no problem defeating them. So the West is a different it's, animal. It's the, the East. It's, it's destiny. 
It's the Lakers' title to lose. So yeah. if AD's healthy, if AD isn't healthy, I I don't think he goes. He gets out the whole whole season if he wants. If, if he's healthy for the playoffs, I think everything goes through the Lakers. If not, I I think someone else will emerge from the West. Who I'm not sure yet, but it won't be the Lakers. Also, I saw this comparison on Twitter today. They're comparing the Jazz to the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. I don't. So I don't I think, think that's true. I think they're a lot better than the Lakers. I think Hawks. they're they're more legit than the Hawks. Yeah. But I don't think they're as legit as the Lakers. Like the like, Horford Hawks. Yeah. That team. Yeah. yeah the four Hawks. Corver. Yeah. That that team was good, but obviously, it's more of a regular season team than yeah. they were of the, of a postseason team. We're going to uh, some other Eastern Conference teams, or not? Well, yes, yeah. Lakers aren't. Eastern Conference teams, but the Hawks were. Some other we're, NBA teams. Yeah, we're talking about Blake and Andre Drummond here, where they are both in very similar situations, big contracts, and looking for a buyout or a trade. And both the teams that went outright and said that we're not playing these guys until we figure out their future. Blake's got two years, $75 million Jeez. on his contract, and all he did is, is shoot threes. He hasn't dumped the ball since. 2019. Uh, yeah. Yeah. December 2019. It's been a long time for the once high flyer and Andre Drummond. Once the better, one of the best centers in the NBA. It's still pretty solid. Yes. But obviously, I don't think he's the same as what he was a few years ago. And he's looking to get out of there. What do you think happens with these two big men? Well, uh, I don't think either of these guys are going to play another game for Detroit. Um, Cleveland too. Yeah, Drummond. Drummond's already gone. He's already left Detroit. Oh, Drummond's on Cleveland, and Blake right. Detroit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so, so Drummond, sorry, gosh, Drummond. Uh, I thought already has a couple of buyouts set up for probably tomorrow in Miami, the Lakers, Brooklyn, Boston. I think Boston. Boston. So I think that that's more likely to happen. Toronto and too. Blake Griffin. Who knows? Man, he might be sitting out the whole year. I think they're gonna try to trade him. Yeah, I, I can't think of a of a package that would work. No one's gonna want Blake. You know the problem? Yeah. He he he's a stretch four who doesn't offer the athleticism he used to with a massive contract that no one wants to take on. Their only option is to buy him out. I don't see any team, competitor or non-competitor, wanting to take a flyer on that type of contract. I think Blake Griffin will be bought out. Drummond, I think, is more likely to find you know someone who wants to trade for him. I think Boston. I think like Alex said is. The team that would be most intriguing, you know, Drummond's still going to get you 14 rebounds a game. He's still an elite rebounder, uh, solid defender, big guy in the middle. But as far as Blake, you, you can't do anything with, with him if you're Detroit. So what I saw, I saw something on Twitter last night. It was uh, this uh, anonymous uh, executive said uh, Drummond can put up 30 and 20 in a game and have not been have no impact, and that is totally true. It, it, okay, I saw like some of the comments on that too. It's like, this is the most illogical and logical thing that I've ever seen at the same same time. Yeah, it's like what Kevin Love did ten years ago. (laughs) It it can like, I mean, it's good, obviously, but but he's just big. Yeah, yeah. Also, with Blake Griffin, it's so sad. We've seen the fall of Blake Griffin so fast. Uh, thanks to the Warriors too, part of that. But yeah, I, mean, I think it's mostly due to his dead knees. I don't but his injuries did yeah. compile on, and 
I, he's got to go to contender. I don't know who's going to take him on. Yeah, yeah. I want to touch on Blake Griffin too. You know, uh, he, he did dunk on Detroit. 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 Detroit uh, Pistons fan. Sure. Yeah, I'm a Pistons fan. You know, uh, and you know when I heard about the Blake Griffin trade, I was like, oh, super excited. I was like, let's go. Uh, we, we lost Tobias Harris, but you know we, we, we got Blake Griffin, right? <laughs> Tobias Harris. You know we lost Tobias, but we got Blake Griffin, right? It should be all good, but you know um, he has been performing as well as he thought he would be. As as my comrades have said, he's not the high flyer that he once was, and I'm pretty sad. Uh, to see that an Andre Drummond, a former Pistons player, actually is getting now, uh, you know, basically cut. You guys got game. robbed. In that that was the worst trade ever, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. What, what was that trade? Like Brandon Knight, Brandon John Knight, Henson, and oh, that was just a salary dump. It was just a salary dump. No, I, I like to see Andre Drummond on the Heat, though. Uh, you know, play Ooh, Bam, Bam at power forward. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a pretty solid team right that there. That would be a so. big front court. Yeah. Because Bam's, Bam's, Bam's not solid. Bam's an undersized center. Shoot it and pass it a little I'd bit. Really I'd really be upset with we'll that. Talk about, I'll talk about Bam later. Bam's coming up later. So, in basketball, there isn't a hard salary cap, right? It's a soft salary cap. You just got to pay luxury yeah, tax. Yeah, it's luxury. Like that's that. what the Warriors pay luxury tax. So, We're paying three times as much as Kelly Oubre is actually getting paid. So, what's one person that we just talked about prior to this? Anthony Davis. We talked about him being out. Lakers. We see another Lakers? big man, Anthony, or not Anthony. Oh, Drummond. yeah. Andre right. Drummond going over to Los Angeles and taking that, that role that AD took for another AD. I think it depends another on AD. the extent of his injury. If he's out for I've a year. I've also seen Drummond to the Nets. Imagine goes they, to they the still Nets. got Gasol. Gasol. Yeah, so I mean, probably have to trade. AD, AD's though, right? playing, yeah. AD's playing power forward right now. He's not playing that pure center role because Gasol starts at center. But if if he gets bought out, someone just sign him. Gasol's right. Is that how? That's how it works, right? Yeah. If you get bought yeah, out, you basically become a free agent. agent. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like getting waived. Griffin, though, uh, <laughs> I think the G League needs a player. You know? <laughs> I think that's where he's going to next. I don't think he's got anything going. I I don't I don't want to say that we've seen his last game as an NBA player, but. I think it's coming very soon. Yeah, I think the main point here is that we're about to see, most likely, both of these teams going into a massive rebuild. Unless the Cavs can get something. The to well, the Cavs, the Cavs have four guys they love. Sexton. Sexton, Garland, Okoro, and Jerry. Jerry, Allen. Jerry Allen. Yeah. Very young guys, though. Very young. Yeah. Things things change. I mean, Detroit, yeah, doesn't, Detroit doesn't have the same team. And Jeremy Grant's been really good. This I like Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay, hey, player of the month, Sean. Is Killian Hayes still hurt? What's Killian Hayes done? Killian Hayes hasn't done much this year at all. I mean, rookie of the month? So he was player of the month. He was player of the month. Player? Yeah. He had a couple 30 point games. Yeah. Okay, Curry played that every night. How was he player of the month? Player of the week. Player of the week. I say, no shot. Player of the week was Devin Booker. I mean, Detroit's got something going. They got a. Killing A's. I mean, he's cool. Say, say cool. I like, like Stewart. Stewart can develop. Got some guys that can turn into something, but yeah, they're gonna blow it up. They've blown it up for a few years now. Well, they, they've been blown up. They just, they just, uh, their new GM. They got, they got a new GM. I mean, we haven't been good. Like the last Pistons game I work. saw, like in person, was the was when Tayshawn Prince was there. So Detroit, <laughs> Detroit sports as a whole is absolute garbage. We got the Lions, as the Tigers, as Red as Wings, Pistons. I think all those teams are bottom like five. Not Michigan basketball sport. though, man. Professional, professional yeah, sports, and we can talk all we want about Michigan football. How are they doing? I'm not mentioning Michigan. We're a basketball school. We're a basketball school. Since when? Since, since forever. Since now. Since Harbaugh got there. Yeah. yeah. No, bro. Like we had what? 49er legend Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> all right. Maybe we got off top a little bit there, but we're yeah. gonna send it to halftime.
All right, guys, welcome back to halftime. We're going to start off with the Super Bowl parade. Kyle touched on this, but I just want to point out, man, you guys uh, see the video of Brady tossing the Lombardi across the water? Yes. Well, the daughter of the man who designed the Lombardi made a video talking about how disrespectful Tom Brady was, and I thought that was a little ridiculous. Like, you don't play fucking football. Like, what, what do you, you care what he does with the trophy? He earned it. He can do whatever he wants with it now. Did you see what Christian Yelich responded to that? No. He, like, retweeted it, and he's like, shut up, Karen. Or something. <laughs> I was about to say, it sounds like a Karen to me. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but if she if she didn't get mad over Gronk, well, Gronk literally dented the trophy. I mean, also, like, <laughs> well, how upset would it be of, like, a to be like, sure. Take this trophy. I got six more. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck it. No, that one. That one goes in the trophy case it, at Tampa. It would be yeah. both separate. Yeah. No, I, I'm just. It would be different if it was like dropped in the water, but literally nothing came of it. Uh, who oh. who caught it? Cameron Brace or was it Gronk or Bray? Bray. Bray? I think Bray was, was the one that. Bray? Literally nothing happened to Bray's the trophy. Bray's got some great hands. Yeah. I, football, I, football too. I, I don't know why she is upset over this, especially like Alex, Gronk literally swung it like a baseball bat, put a dent right in it, he and swing it. He, he, bunted. He, bunted. he bunted, he bunted, but I mean, it was a baseball coming right at it, it dented the whole thing, it like, uh, seems a bit ridiculous to me. Well, all I gotta say is congratulations, Tampa Bay, they earned that celebration. Let's go, baby. Alright, uh, some pretty sad news in the NFL, we found out yesterday morning, former Chargers and Bucks receiver Vincent Jackson found dead in a hotel in Tampa. It's disappointing. I grew up, uh, you know, around the time where he, what? No, nothing. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I grew up around the time when he he got his first Pro Bowl. He's going off in San Diego. I even saw him play against the Jets in San Diego, and it's sad. Yes, yeah, that's three-time Pro Bowler, nine thousand receiving yards, five hundred forty receptions, fifty-seven touchdowns. Really good career, honestly. I mean, it's just it's it's sad. Not a Hall of Famer, but yeah, he's like a Mike Evans type receiver. Yeah, very exactly. very, very solid player. 30, yeah, thirty big man. Uh, but yeah, sad. I'm assuming that's OD suicide. Uh, yeah, something I mean, like that. I know the FBI is like looking into it, but I don't think it's a murder case or anything. Yeah, like not that. to make assumptions, but the the facts that have been stated, the hotel, the reported missing, it, it mm. seems lined up with a possible drug use, but which is sad because from what I've heard, he was a, he was a great guy. Everyone seemed to like him. So prayers out to his family. You know, rest in peace. Yeah, I didn't really watch him that much because I wasn't in the football. But He's a young blood. Yeah, I didn't get into football until like his later careers when he was on Tampa Bay. James Winston. I remember. I remember one one highlight. I don't know. It just randomly popped in my head. Just Jameis throwing him like a fade. I think against Pittsburgh. I don't remember. I think that might be it. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. Rest in peace, Vince Jackson. Yeah. R.I.P. All right. Well, uh, another sad thing that happened this week. Not as sad, but the Pouncy Twins. Both of them retired. Um, Marquise, great career. Mike, possibly a Hall of Famer. So, yeah, uh, they'll always be remembered for uh, hanging out with uh, Aaron Hernandez in Miami, killing people in bars. Uh, <laughs> hey, yo. I think it turned quickly, but I mean. Great players, but goddamn. <laughs> yeah, that's 
Anyone all, else have a, I mean, they're centered. All, all, all while being, you know, led by Tim Tebow, Christian man. Uh, yeah. that, I think that, he was hiding behind the cross. That would be a great I, movie for 30. I don't, I think <laughs> Tim, I think Tim Tebow was a pretty solid dude. I, there was obviously some sketchy stuff going on with that team. Yeah, right now, look up the 2008 Florida football roster. Cam Newton was on that team. I, Riley Cooper. The it wasn't like team. a third of that roster like has been arrested since. Like it's it's like it's a like crazy like number of people. Percy Harvin. Yeah. What, wasn't Riley Cooper? Wasn't he like the one that was like racist? Yeah. Yeah. Say there there are some characters on that team. Oh, yeah. Characters, one way to put it. Uh, I'd say balance is the correct way to put it. <laughs> yeah, same, but, same uh, thing. And some unsung heroes, you know, Chad Henney. Oh, yeah. He's on that team. Anything possible? Anything possible? Who else was on that? Matt Moore? Great backup QB. They got four quarterbacks who were on the NFL Wait, on that team. Wasn't Chad Henning from Michigan? Yeah. I think he transferred. Wait, are you oh, transferred? Are you looking at. Transferred to, uh, uh, what's it called? Old Dominion? No, wasn't it Old Dominion? I don't know. I thought, are you looking at Miami Dominion? Dolphins or Miami? Yeah, Miami no, 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 no. Miami, Miami Hurricanes. Miami No, no. Florida, Florida Gators. Florida Gators. Florida? Yeah, Florida Gators. Florida Gators. Did I say Miami? No, Florida. Florida Gators. Yeah, Florida. Tim Florida Tebow, Gators. Tim Tebow, National Championship Team. Aaron Hernandez. Who's Aaron Hernandez? Percy Arburn. Yeah. 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 Cam Newton would go on to transfer to Auburn, obviously, and become the number one pick. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That, yeah. Some characters, some felons. 2008, you said? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's oh yeah, and uh, Matt Laporta, Indians uh, first baseman, was on their baseball team. Okay, that's like out of center field. Cam Newton, Al Horford was there at the same time. Was he playing football? He was playing basketball. Yeah, Brandon Spikes, John Bones Jones was there. Joe Hayden, Brandon Spikes was on that team. Wow. <laughs> Well, they, they had a lot of really. They had a lot of Jenkins. I mean, they were <laughs> national championship. They were for a reason. Yeah. They just had a lot of. Caleb Sturgis was on the team too. A lot, of, a lot of killers out there. Yeah, Tim Tebow kind of kept them under wraps though with Jesus. That's <laughs> with that's got to be a hard job, man. Major right. Raider, oh, Raider legend. Raider legend. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's take this one to uh, some college basketball. Duke shooting guard Jalen Johnson decided to opt out after being moved to the bench for three games. I think this is a major red flag. He quit on his high school team, too. Uh, was looking like a top-five prospect at the start of this year, but now I, I'm not sure. Obviously, you know, he's got the talent. He should go in the first round, but a little questionable. I still think he'll go probably top ten just based on talent. I think NBA teams can see past some character issues and – Take a flyer on a guy who's obviously extremely talented despite possible off-the-court issues. Yeah. But, yeah, Duke, Duke basketball is kind of something right now. I'm still marveling over this Florida team. <laughs> this team is filled with a lot of people that are pretty suspect. But, yeah, yeah, he should go first round. Uh, Duke's, I'm pretty sure Duke's negative right now. Under I under? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Duke, yeah. Kansas, it's only, all out of the top 25. Talking. All out of the top yeah. 25. Something I don't know the last time we've seen. March Madness is around the corner. We could prove to that. You know, Duke did get caught paying Zion. I think this might have an effect. You know, butterfly flex, man. But he also like, quit on like Karma? Not like karma, but like uh, trouble recruiting. Well, I mean... I mean, I take money. That, that'd make me like, oh, they're going to pay me? Hell yeah, I'm going. But like you know, obviously they can't do that anymore. I mean, <laughs> I think there's what I think. I think pretty much all five star, four stars get some sort of they, you know, yeah, yeah. They get under the table stuff, no doubt. Like we've seen the Tennessee football team yeah. give McDonald's bags with like thousands of dollars in them, 
That's kind of just what we see nowadays. Maybe it is karma, and I am not upset with that. Yeah, Duke. Duke's negative. Duke's neutral. There ain't eight. Kentucky's six and thirteen. What what conference is Kansas, uh, Kansas in? Can, and North, I don't think North Carolina is that good either. Four teams. That, yeah, UNC's Kansas well. fifteen yeah, and seven. Well. Typical powers in the NCAA. Just there's only three it. teams that are powerhouses right now. Gonzaga, Gonzaga Baylor, Baylor, and Michigan. Okay, no. three right. teams that are powerhouses right now. <laughs> hey, you're tripping, Kyle. You're tripping. Hey, yeah. hey, don't sleep on the Big 12 for the uh, March Madness tournament this year. The They've been all pretty good. Pac-12, no, sir. They haven't. They have been relevant in a minute. What about the Mountain West? Action. No. Some Mac- Iowa Mac- basketball. Some, some fundamental Iowa basketball. Hey, Middle Tennessee is last place right now, man. Oh, that's just... Why are we talking about Middle Tennessee? Come on. Okay. All right, let's change the You're not experience that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, Alex, your favorite player, D'Angelo Russell, is going to be out three to four weeks. Tell us about that one. No, is it four to six? Four to six. Four to six. Yeah. Four to six. Oh boy. Yeah, it kind of sucks uh, not seeing him on the court. But as a Warrior fan, man, we have their pick, and we we need them to do a decent because we need their pick. Because if we do they have a top three protected. Yeah, it is top three protected. Three protected. Ooh. But there's lottery. In the NBA, so just because you suck doesn't mean the NBA rewards you yep. for sucking. And as of right now, they have the worst record in the league. But Cat's back. Scatter's happy about that one. Yes, sir. On my fantasy team. They are battling with the Lakers right now, and we need the Timberwolves to win. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap up halftime. Kind of short. Not a lot of news this week. Hopefully, next week, we'll have some more big moves. Yeah, we need some QBs. Yeah, they, we need a QB to be some moved. Big, cough, cough. Some big uh, QBs to Las Vegas. Deshaun. No, we're not doing Okay. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, Sean knows what's up. Hey, he said it, not me. All right, we got the NBA All-Star Game coming up here in a few weeks. And we are running out of content, so we're going to give ourselves, uh, or give you guys, our potential All-Star rosters, East and West. First off, I'm gonna go go through the guys that are guarantees. I feel like for all of us, and then we're gonna debate on uh, like the last five or six guys for each conference. So Steph, obvious yes. Yes. Luca yes. LeBron yes. Kawhi yes. Jokic yes. Dame yes. Mitchell yes. LeBron. I said LeBron. No. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go with that for the Western conferences guarantees. We we'll go through the rest of the guys, and uh. Yeah, we'll see what you guys' thoughts are. So first off, Paul George. Right now, I don't have Paul George. He's been hurt, and my fringe forward is going to be Ingram. Brandon Ingram from New Orleans. I do have Paul George in. He's been hurt a little bit, but his stats speak for themselves. I think he's an elite player, and I think he's done enough this year. Yeah, Paul George is definitely making it, 100%. I think he's making it as well. He's he's a phenomenal player, and he should make the All-Star. I, too, have him making it. Next up on the list... Zion Williamson. Zion, uh, again, it's going to be a no. Uh, the guy I picked over him was Rudy Gobert. I just, it was close. You know, Zion deserves to be in there. But, you know, with 12 guys in the vote, I, I can't take him over Gobert. For me, I do have Zion in. It was between Zion and his teammate, Brandon Ingram, and I give the edge to Zion. Yeah, Zion's making it. He's on a career year. He's <laughs> on second year in the league, but he's dominating right now. I also agree with that statement. I do, I do think Zion will make the All-Star voting. You know, he's leading this Pelicans team as of right now, so phenomenal player. I'm agreeing with everybody except for Skylar. Uh, Zion's making it. Next up, we got a Sacramento King. Uh, I think the last Sacramento King to make the All-Star team was Boogie Cousins, right? I believe yeah, so, yeah. Probably. For that, uh, <laughs> Brad, Brad Miller? Brad Miller, maybe? Or Mike Bibby, maybe? 
PJ? Mike? No, that was too bad. White chocolate. That's a while ago. Yeah. Uh, but the Aaron Fox. Yeah, yeah, he's been great this year. Uh, yeah, I do have Fox making it, I believe. Yes, I do. Yeah, Darren Fox is making He's averaging 23 and 7, leading my fantasy team by George. Most definitely having Speaster in there. I got De'Aaron in there as well. The swipe was making it for the first time in his young career. Ooh. Next up, we got the Steiner. Uh, I think two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Skyler? Yep. Uh, I, I, do, I, my I, I, I don't have Rudy Gobert. I think there's too many guards that have put up elite numbers. I'm going to take an extra guard instead of taking Gobert or another guy from the front court. This is a tough one. I'm going to say he, he should get in because he's on the best team in the West right now. He's averaging three blocks per game. That's his. I didn't lead the league in blocks. And yeah, he's. But I don't, I don't want him to make it, but he's going to make it. I do agree with Brett here, although the Utah is the number one seed in the West right now. There are too many phenomenal guards out there in the West that will make it over him. Yeah, I don't think he's making it. He's close. He's close. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going Also, to Sky, back to the Kings thing. Uh, it yeah. was Brad Miller and Peja. So, Sean was actually right, too. Same year. Same, same year. 03, 04. Jeez. Wow. Brad that's Miller and Peja. That's, that's really but the Marcus was the last one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Devin Booker. Sky, Yes, I have D-Bookin. Uh, I also have D-Bookin. I took him as my seventh guard. I have seven guards in the West and five front court. Yeah, if D-Book makes it, then he's going to kick out Gobert. If That's that's all I think about. Booker should make it. Their team is rising right now. I mean, they're hot. I think Booker will make it under the mentorship of Chris Paul. He's thrived phenomenally, so he is definitely going to make the All-Star. I have Devin Booker making it. He's one of the last two guys on the team, but I think he's going to get a roster spot. And that's not his first All-Star appearance. He made one last year. Yeah, I think. Because yeah. someone got hurt last year. Uh, yeah, I believe he was a sub yeah. last year, but he, he did make an appearance. All right, uh, we're going with somebody now who has a ton of All-Star appearances mm-hmm. in his career. Well, if you get one more, it's CP3. It's gotta- yeah, I'm going with CP3 just because I think if you pick Booker, you have to put in CP3 too. Uh those two have completely changed the culture in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, looking at the other list of guys out there, I, I, I don't think CP3 really compares to a lot of them, to be honest. He's he, he's not really close for me. I, I think he's a great player, but this year, just there's, there's too many other guys. I feel like he's going to make it. I, I think that it's going to be one of these controversial... Uh, <laughs> Controversial. Yeah, one of those things. Twitter <laughs> just goes bonkers, and then he'll make it over like some dude who really deserves to make it. Like, oh yeah, like Donovan. No, Donovan Mitchell's gonna make it. Don't even make it. But yeah, but ah, but he on my list he's missing out. But you have to have one Phoenix guy in there just because their team is just rolling. Uh, he's not in there on my list. Uh, I already have D-Book in there, but you know he's a veteran guard, uh, exceptional player. But I do not think he tops over all these other young. Uh, players in the West. I do not have CP3 making it. Uh, one of the main reasons is is that he's only averaging 16 points a game. If we saw like 18 and 19, I think it would have been a much easier case to make for him. But with the, the scores in the West and the great backcourt players there are, it's, it's going to be tough for him. Uphill battle for sure. Yeah. Second to last, uh, we got B.I., one of the Slim Reapers in the NBA, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I'm going with Brandon Ingram uh, just because he's improved so much. Again, you guys have Zion over. I, I believe Ingram is leading this New Orleans team. And again, they're doing a little better than expected. So, yeah, I'm throwing him in there. 
I actually think Brandon Ingram right now is a better player than Zion. However, given the, you know, kind of publicity stunt that the NBA All-Star game is, I think Zion makes it over Ingram, but I think only one of those guys makes it. And I think Zion makes it just for his name right now and, like, the pull he has in the, you know, off the field or off the court stuff. So I have Brandon Ingram missing it, even though I think he should make it over his teammate Zion. <laughs> I actually I think Zion should make it over Brandon Ingram. Ingram, I just misses out because the West is so stacked. He made it last year, and he's not making it this year. Uh, B.I. is not making it on my list. Uh, although he averages more minutes, the only stats he has over Zion um, are his defensive rebounds and his assists, and that's just because he handles the ball more. Uh, I think both of them actually make it. Uh, they both average, I think, 24 points per game. Uh, two great scores, and I think, I think B.I. might get one of those last few slots. Woo! Which I'm excited about. Uh, I think he's got a. I wouldn't say potential, but he's got similar looks to KD a little bit. He's the closest there is yeah. to KD. He won't. He will never be KD, but just based he's, off his stature, matchup yeah. wise, it's it's kind of tough to match up with him. And lastly, we got Shai Gilgis Alexander, one of the upcoming point guards in the West on the OKC Thunder. Yeah, this one's gonna have to be a no for me because I chose Chris Paul. Uh, that's pretty much it. I wanted Chris Paul, so sorry, Shaq. Uh, I do have Shaq go just Alexander making. I think I'm probably going to be the only one to take him. Averaging 22, uh, 6.5 assists. I, he's had an amazing year. I, I personally took him over CP3 because I only saw one Phoenix guy making it. I think Shaq has been the best player on a what is a subpar OKC team, but I still give him the nod. Yeah, if you uh, put Shai's numbers up with uh, Darren Fox, they're almost nearly identical. I think Shai leads more rebounds, but Fox has more assists and points. But they're so close to each other. But I just think there's too many guards on the team already that are better than him. And nope, I don't think he's going to make it. I have to agree with Brett on this one. I do think Shai will make the All-Star team. Um, he really thrived last year on the OKC. He really brought out his full potential and how much of a leader he could be for the team. So I do think, and he, he does get my vote. Shy is the 13th guy for me. And uh, so it's therefore, 12. that means... I don't know. No, he's saying he's the guy. first guy off. So he's oh, the first oh, guy oh. off. He's not making it. Oh. And uh, yeah, I feel like he's going to make it a few later on in his career. But I don't think he's going to be a guy who makes like six or seven teams. Maybe like three or four. Anybody, right. else have, anybody else have a case from somebody in the West? I have Christian Wood on the injured list, of course. I think he was a lock before. Yeah, yeah. I, I Anthony have, Davis as well, obviously, Wood, but he's Wood, injured. Wood and uh, Davis are kind of exceptions here because they are both hurt, but, I mean. McCall, you think McCall going to make it? No, McCall he only played 13 games. games. Yeah. I, injured, I have, go ahead. Injured reserve, maybe, McCall? I don't think it was enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I have one more guy. It's kind of the same situation. I think if he played... You know, more games this year, he'd probably be, at least in the conversation, we're actually watching him right now, John Morant. Yeah, John Morant. 18 and a half with eight assists per game. It's phenomenal numbers, just not enough yeah. sample size this year. And again, years. that's the guy who's yeah. going to take away some all-star games from Shy in the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, think, I think John Morant will be a perennial all-star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be guys. Darren Fox probably going to lose a yeah. couple all-star games because of John Morant, but we'll see how that goes. Obviously, they could switch teams. We don't know how people, how long people are going to stay in uh, Sacramento and spend the house of horrors there for all of my lifetime. And uh, it's getting a little bit better now, but it's there's still not, nothing great. Let's go to the Eastern Conference now, where uh, let's go through our locks. We have Bradley Beal, Kyrie, KD, Giannis, Embiid, uh, James Harden. 
Jason Tatum. Does all sound good? Yeah. 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 I agree with that. You said Jalen Brown, correct? No. Okay. All right. So first up is the guy who Brett just mentioned, uh, Jalen Brown. I do. He's uh, averaging almost 30 points per game, and he's not the heart, but he is the soul of the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like that. I, I think Jalen Brown should be a lock, like Scott said, averaging a crazy amount of points. However, I think this is a guy that could be on snub watch. Uh, NBA, they, they like putting the big names. Jalen Brown, kind of a soft-spoken guy. Not a lot of people are aware of him, but his stats speak for themselves this year. He should get in, but just just watch out. Nah, I think Jalen Brown's a lock. <laughs> 726 points per game. And there's some guys Kyle's going to mention that are you could say, in case, if this guy doesn't get in, then Jalen Brown needs to get in. Like They're coming up, though. Right. What about you, Sean? I think Jalen Brown's going to make the all-star team. You know, he's field goal percentage is 51%. That, that's, that's pretty darn good, so he's definitely going to make the all-star team. Yeah, I also have Jalen Brown making it. One of the more underrated players in the National Basketball Association, and uh, I think he's going to be a perennial guy in the future as well. He's got a lot of his career ahead of him, and uh, best is yet to come. He's actually 10th in points per game right now. Yeah. He's having a phenomenal year. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Next up is the Miami Heat center, Bam Adebayo. I'm going to go with no. I went with an extra guard here instead of a big man, so Miami's big man does not get in for me. This is going to be my 12th man, and I think he – I'm a huge Bam fan. I think he's one of the most underrated defenders in the league, an absolute tremendous shot blocker, rim protector, uh, putting up career bests in points, uh, career bests in assists, and just under his career best in rebounds. Miami's struggled this year without Jimmy Butler, but he's kept them afloat. He gets my nod. I don't think he gets in because there's dudes coming up, that's Kyle's going to mention, that are just averaging better stats than him and deserve to be in. But Bam is having a career season. He's balling out right now, but no. I, I do think that Bam gets in. He is my 12th man, just like Brett. You know, he's averaging very close to a double-double, you know, uh, 19 points, 57% from the field, which is ex- exceptionally well. So he does, he does make well. 40% from three. He also, yeah, he also developed a shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spice developing shot, his shot. I don't think he makes it. I've got a guy that we'll, come, we'll talk about here soon. Uh, that's going to make it over him. And, uh, yeah, Bam will make some All-Stars eventually. He made one he, last year. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll be an All-Star in the future if yeah, he doesn't make for it. for sure. Again, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, our next player is very good score, very bad team, Zach Levine. Zach Levine was my 12th man. Uh, hasn't been the most clutch player, but another guy, almost 30 points, leading a bad team to a better record than anyone expected. So, yeah, he gets the nod. I think Zach Levine's got to make you look at his stats. He's averaging 28.2 points per game on an absolutely horrible Bulls team. It, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you got to look past just stats, but this one you can't ignore. He's He's been one of the best scorers in the NBA this year. He deserves to be there. Yeah, Zach Levine is definitely making it. He's averaging 28, 5-5. Five five. He's shooting 51% from the field. He's also shooting 43% from the three-point line. And, yeah, Zach Levine's going to make it. I think Zach Levine is going to make it. You know, as they said in the past, 30 points. He has no help. Marketing hurt. So he, he definitely has my vote. Yeah, his only big man is what? Thad Lewis? Wendell Carter. Carter's back. Carter. Oh, Wendell Carter, Carter came back yesterday. And, and Mark, yes. Markkinen was back. He just got re-injured. He's out for another, I think, three to four weeks. But he, he's been healthy the past couple weeks until 
recent. So. I think it's going to be interesting to see with Zach Levine. I think he makes a team, but his future is uh, kind of weird. I think he's kind of got the Bradley Beal effect. Uh, only player on your only scorer on your team, really. So you kind of just got to shoot the ball a lot. And so he's, he's a guy who's shooting the ball a lot, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, he's putting up very similar players. numbers to Jalen Brown, actually, offensively. Yeah, but they're, they're a little bit different teams. I'd True. Uh, let's go to our next player. Uh, I, this one's a lock for me. I actually think it's a lock for everybody. It's Julius Randle. Oh, yeah. You need to make a great for anyone. No, the most, I, I think he's a lock. Yeah, yeah he's a lock. Improved players. Uh, and, yeah, dude, the Knicks have, what, the sixth seed right now? That's When's the last time that's happened? That's I, crazy. I got some nice young players over there. I know the New York, the New York Knicks fans have got to be happy. Manual quickly. Uh, another thing about Randle, like, he, like, um... Who we were just saying, bad. I think he's shooting forty three percent from three, mm-hmm. which is something he's never done before, and he's he's really carrying that Knicks offense, and he's become a passer, a much better passer. Yeah, so. and yeah. eleven rebounds a game. Yeah, and, yeah, he's oh yeah, he's uh the offense runs to uh <laughs> the offense runs to Julius Randle, shooting four percent from three point line. That is pretty, pretty spectacular. Twenty three five and eleven, dominant. He's definitely a lot for me as well. I'm not much hope for this New York Knicks team. But after Julius Randle coming along, um, there's promise for this team. Yeah, he's a lock. That's all I gotta say. Next up, we got the, the big white man, Demontis Sabonis. Uh, I'm gonna go no. He's uh, had a little cold spell, and maybe it's just recency bias, but no. Uh, I took Bam over Sabonis, even though similar stats. I like Bam more defensively. Sabonis is average defensively at best. Uh, Bam offers more on that side of the ball. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, he's averaging really good numbers this season. Better than his uh, officer season last year. But I think Vucevic... Oh, sorry. I don't think sorry. he's... <laughs> <laughs> I think Vucevic is having better numbers than him. That's why I'll make it over him. I do not think that Demonte Sabonis is going to make the all-star team. You know, Although he's having a monster year, um, he's not doing enough, I feel like. So um, he does not have my vote. Demonte Sabonis is the guy who's making it over Bam out of bio. Uh, he's a beast, and uh, right. defense is not as much there, but he's, he's a solid player. All right, our next one, but real quick, Scott, I got a question for you. How yeah. do you say uh, how do you say Jokic's first name? How do you say it? Nikola. How do you say Vucevic's first name? Nikolai. They're the exact same name, yet uh, we see Nikola Jokic. We see Nikola Vucevic. Oh. They say it differently, yet it's the exact same name. Kind of random, but our next guy is Nikola Vucevic. Okay, so I was wrong. No, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> Vucevic, again, uh, I went with an extra guard here. I went with Levine. So, sorry, every single power forward in the East. Uh, It's kind of the same situation for me. Vucevic, I believe, is better defensively than Sabonis, but to me, he's not as good defensively as Bam, so that's why I give the edge to Bam over both of those guys. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Vucevic probably has better offensive stats and I think rebounding numbers. To me, defense is a big part of the game. It's half the battle, so I'll take Bam over both those guys. Hey, man. Bam's only averaging one block per game. It does. He's been in defensive player of the year conversation in the past. He's he he alters so many shots. I I've watched him. He's game. He can run point. He he <laughs> he can. He's an athlete. I I take Bam defensively over both those guys any day. Give me some bonus, man. <laughs> Give me Vucevic twenty three and eleven. I, I was 24. 
24, yeah. I was talking to, I was talking to her uh, fellow buddy today, Ian, and he said, he, he asked me good questions. like, can you name another center other than Embiid that is... No, you gotta do it right now. Can you uh, name another center? Uh, is there, is there, who's the best center besides Embiid in the East? And it's In the East? Vucevic. All-star, another one coming. Yeah, I'm going Vuce also being in there. Another guy who's taking Bam's spot. Uh, didn't he make it last year? Yeah, he made it. Uh, he did. So, yeah, another all-star appearance for Nikola Vucevic. I do not think that... No, you're good. I do not think that Nikola Vucevic is going to make the all-star team. As Brett said, defense is half the battle, and he's only averaging about four more points than Bam, and he is shooting a lot worse. Like, 48% from the field is about, what, 3% worse than hey, Bam? The three-point so. percentage is 4-3. Yeah, but he he's a back he's a, he's a back to the basket guy yeah. mostly. Which you know, he's a there's a lot of the hybrid shooter big man yeah. in the East, and it's all of them so to to me, a, a big part of why Bam makes it too is Miami was in the finals last year. I think you got to give some credit to a team coming off the finals. I I think they probably deserve one All Star. Jimmy Butler has them. In they healthy. don't deserve an altar. I, 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 I think I think Bam I think Bam stat wise, defensive wise, deserves a spot on on his own. But I think. A lot of times you see at least one all-star from a reigning Wait, are we, are we talking about this all-star game or last all-star game? I'm talking about Bam. I I, I think he did. Yeah, but what about when uh, Cleveland made the finals and you're after that? Did they have any yeah, all-stars? Everyone left. <laughs> what? Teddy <laughs> 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 Okay, whatever. Teddy Oathman. Yeah, Or Sorry, Steph Curry put that man in a blender this week. It's really powerhouse himself. Thank you, Sean. All right, we have to... Nice guy, Oklahoma point guard, Trey Young. Uh, <laughs> he actually went to college there. If you didn't catch that, 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 no, yeah. for the viewers. Oh, okay. For the viewers. Uh, yeah, Trey Young's in. That's a lock for me. Uh, shooting the lights out of Atlanta right now. Uh, yeah, Trey Young's got to make it. I believe he's averaging 29 a game or something like that. Let me see. I, I can pull it up right now. He's averaging 26. 26. He averaged 29 last year. last year. 26 with 9.3 assists. Pretty crazy numbers for a point guard. Maybe the worst defensive player in in the NBA, but I can look past the defense on this one. Yeah, his, his offense is amazing. Trey Young's a stud. He actually started the All Star game last year, and he's making another All Star game this year. Trey Young. You know, although he's averaging fewer points, um, his impact on the court it's there. So he he definitely has an All Star vote. Yeah, he's good enough to be a starter last year. Couple few points off, still good enough to be a bench player on that team. Really? So. He's on my team for sure. Next up, I think I know one person who's going to say that this guy's an all-star. We got Jeremy Grant. Kevin. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I think Sean's going to make a case, but I think all of us, even Sean knows, Jeremy Grant doesn't deserve to be an all-star with this list. Yeah, he's averaging 23, 3-5, but he's not making it. There's too many good wings in the East. Sean, give us your argument. These guys are absolutely delusional, right? (laughs) This Pistons play, he's he's the core of our team right now with Blake Griffin. You know, Blake Griffin sucks right now, right? So Jeremy Grant's been carrying our team. We we beat the Lakers. He could be your team. He's carried you to four wins? Wow. Eight wins. (laughs) Eight wins, actually. You know. Second one record in the NBA? Shout out Sadiq Bay. But, you know, Jeremy Grant's an exceptional player. He's definitely stepped up from his, you know, Indiana role. So Denver. Sorry, Denver. Denver, Denver, yeah, Denver. Denver. Sorry, sorry, Denver. There's World. a lot of Jeremy's. You know, no, no, he's he, he, he's on Indiana. I don't know. He's on Chicago. No, Jimmy Lamb was on Indiana. I don't. I don't think Grant was. If we're going back to 365 days ago, and if you told me what's the more believable thing that we'd have a national or a worldwide pandemic 
and millions of people dying, or Jeremy Grant, okay, whoa, whoa. an all-star candidate? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I think the national, the worldwide pandemic is a higher option than Jeremy Grant actually becoming an all-star candidate. But it happened. They both happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, no offense. No, he's not making it. He's not making it. Just because you're carrying the Pistons doesn't mean anything. You can carry them to... They're like the 16th seed in the East, and there's only 15 teams. Hey, Michigan so. football is making the championship this year, too. This year. Uh, I never said that. Those words have not come out of my mouth. Yeah, we're not. All right, we're going to the next guy. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. I don't have him in. Um, again, there's a lot of players. We'll get to that player who took his spot. We're not quite there yet, but, yeah, a lot of, a lot of guards in the East. Yeah, I I'm not a big Russell Westbrook fan. Averaging nineteen nine and nine. His efficiency is horrible. Uh, he might have uh, a yeah. nice stat line, but he shoots absolute bricks every yeah, day. He, yeah. He's almost averaging a triple double as it seems like he does every year. Shooting thirty percent from three, forty four percent from the field, or at least from two. He, he's just not efficient. He doesn't help that team win games. Subpar defender. He, crazy athleticism. Freak of an athlete, but. Just not not as good as some of the other guys this year. Yeah, Russell Westbrook's having a, a okay season compared to Russell Westbrook type seasons, but I don't think he gets in because the East has a lot of guards ahead of him. But he could make it in off the name Russell Westbrook, but I don't think he's getting in. Also, before whoever to, he has he's missed a lot of games this year, yeah. just with rest and injury. So I think that's another factor. Uh, Russell Westbrook to me is a very one dimensional player. Um, Although he's a very much of a stat pattern, his, his impact in the court is not there. They're still losing games, even with Bradley Beal uh, having an absolute, absolute monster year. So um, I honestly just feel bad for Bradley Beal. You know, he's having to really carry that team with having Russell with, with having Russell Westbrook as a teammate. There you go. You know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, with you know Russell Westbrook's like former teammates in the past, even KD has said it's very hard to work with him. So he's also averaging a career high or close to a career high in turnovers per game with four point eight. Oh. You know. Uh. There's one thing with Russell Westbrook, and uh, Tom said it. He's a one-dimensional player, and he sucks. That's the one dimension that he has. Uh, just because you're fast and quick doesn't mean you're good at basketball. I think Russell Westbrook needs to learn that, and so does the rest of the world. Uh, get him out of the league, man. He's shooting 40% from the field. That's horrible. That's a pair of pistons, man. Hey, we we don't need him. We don't need him anymore. You could use... I, I mean, I, I DeLon Wright better than pistons. him. DeLon Wright. Yeah. No, you know, we need, we need J. Cole. All right. Uh, the we're going to the guy that closely resembles Shea Cole in the NBA. This is Gordon Hayward. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, good for him. But no. Sorry. He's having a great year, but he's just not an all-star. There's been a lot of surprises to me on that Hornets team. Probably none more so than Gordon Hayward. Putting together really a fantastic year. But some of the names that we've mentioned just slightly better, carry a little more value to their teams, and just purely stat-wise. Like Gordon Hayward, glad to see him doing good over there in Charlotte, but not an all-star. Yeah, man, he got the bag. I think it was four years, $110 million. Yeah. Put him in career numbers, 22 points, five rebounds per game on a Charlotte team that I, I believe Lamella Ball is, should make an all-star team over him. This but, year? Not no, this. not this year. In years to come, sure. But it's a little bit of an age gap. I'd rather take yeah. the Mellow Ball. But yeah, um, Gordon Hayward, no, not making it this year. Uh, he's not, no, no. <laughs> no. 
You know, although Gordon Hayward's a very good player, there, there are a lot of key players on that Hornets team, like, you know, the rookie Lamella Ball, also uh, Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham, both having exceptional years this year. But... Terry averaging 20 a game. Yeah, shout out P.J. Washington, too. Yeah, back to that sports legend, P.J. Washington. Still haunts the guy those dreams. <laughs> well, he, he's never going to compare to his Utah days, so... I mean, he's up there right now. He's having a great yeah, yeah. He's having a great. I mean, he made the All Star team in 2017. What about his uh, Butler days? Oh, the one that's championship, huh? Almost. Almost. <laughs> he missed the half court shot. He's averaging 22, five, and three. He's actually on pace. career numbers right now. On pace, he is at this year. He's averaging his most points per game. Most, yeah. By over or right around a point. Uh, not close in his assists or rebounds per game, but point-wise, best best he's done his career. Yeah, coming off of last year, I I feel like it's uh it's kind of weird to say that Gordon Hayward is has a higher uh, all-star chance than Kemba Walker. Uh, one of the guys obviously left Boston in the off-season, and it kind of seemed like his career is going on the downfall a little bit. Obviously, he had that gruesome ankle injury uh, what three four years ago now. I mean, it's good to see him doing again, doing good again. A gamer, it's yeah. fun to watch. Uh, on to our next guy, we got Chris Middleton. I'm gonna say no. Uh, again, there's just not a lot of room for specialty guys, especially in the East. I'm not saying he's just a three-point shooter, but in the Eastern Conference, the cards have to do a lot, and Giannis is their ball handler, so he doesn't get in because of that. Yeah, he he just doesn't do like like Skylar said. He's he's a three and D guy. He's not averaging crazy amount of rebounds, assists. He's very good that, at what he does. What? Good. He's actually averaging career high assists right now. Yeah, how, how many though? Six. Six. Okay, that, that's solid. But good for him. I still yeah. I still yeah I still don't think that's enough with some of the names we've, we've mentioned. I'd probably put him above Gordon Hayward possibly. Yeah. But some of the other guys that I've already left off the list, I'd put above him. So for me, it's a no. Yeah, he's averaging career highs in how you just assists. <laughs> he's made the All-Star team last two years in a row. He's not making it this year. And yeah, that's all you gotta say. No, he is averaging a career high in points right now. And uh, career high field. No, he's not. Yes, he is. 20.7, 20.9. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Get it right, Sean. Come on. He, Come on, he's man. A four, he's a four-man's Clay Thompson, in my opinion. You know, 51% from the field is really good, but he's not doing enough for the team. Um, it's still Giannis who's just handling most of the work. His back must be hurting. So he actually is averaging career highs in three point percentage and field goal percentage, but that's it. Still not enough. He's, about free throw he's just an effective shooter. He's nothing else. The three and D guy, right? Plus minus. Plus no, minus. Overrated stats. Last year, whether or not your team's good. Last year he averaged ninety one. This year he's averaging ninety. He's in the fifty four ninety club. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> not all star. Seth Curry's in the fifty fifty hundred club. He's he not all star. No. Nah. Uh, oh man! <laughs> on to our next guy, uh, man who can't shoot threes. It's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is my last guard on the Eastern Conference team. Started off slow, but he's the ball handler for the best team in the East, and he's had a couple of great games in a row. He gets a little recency bias nod for me. Hey, he just dropped forty-two last night. Forty-two, nine, and ten. I love it. Ben Simmons, great defensive player, solid playmaker, and he's where this is going. He's great at scoring the paint, but 15 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. The point total just isn't quite there for me. I 
like I said, there's a lot of guys in the East that are competing for, especially backcourt positions. I take a couple over them. Plus, he, he, he's made one three this year. I, I know he's not a shooter, and I know he does a lot of other things good, but for me, it's just hard to look past when looking at an all-star. I think he needs to be a little more complete. What does the, what does the brackets have him in? Frontcourt or backcourt? Uh, I think he's just set as a backcourt as a point guard. Frontcourt, I, I think, would be a little different situation, but with with the names we've mentioned, I, I just can't put him above. Man. I, I think he should make it, but the East is so stacked. He's having 15 8 It's weird how such a bad conference has so many yeah. great one-dimensional players. players <laughs> yeah. He's putting up good numbers this season. Nope. If, if, He's if close. He, He's very close. If he was listed in the front court, I think I would put him above Bam just because he's so solid defensively as well. I but think, go ahead, listed in the back court, I think there are six guys who are better than him. But it, since the coaches vote, they might vote him in. True. Cause. Oh, because this coach would be coaching that game, right? No. I don't think, I don't think it's last year. Yeah, oh. it's Spolstra. Plus, I don't think it's just Spolstra's decision. I think it's a group decision. Yeah. Uh, He's not an all-star. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, he had a pure high at 42, well, last night. Yeah. But he is not a good scorer. He just isn't. He, he had a game where he had had a five points this year, followed that up with 10 points, followed that game up with 11 points, came after that 11 points again. I need to see more if you're going to be, uh, well, up. I mean, I guess he could be an all-star doing that. Yeah, he needs to score. Well, Draymond made the all-star team. I mean, scoring yeah, but... If he's going to be a superstar, like some people think he might eventually turn out to be, he's got to do more than just five points in a singular game. Yeah. I know that's just one game, but five points is definitely not enough. Right. That's, that's fair. Yeah. And lastly... <laughs> Draymond made the All-Star team averaging 10 points yeah, per Dray- game. Draymond, that team was the team that lost nine games a whole year. Well, so Draymond was defense player. Yeah, it, Draymond did a lot of different things that I think, I think he earned a spot. Simmons, just a different player than Draymond and... Different different teams. Next up, we got uh, Michael Jordan's possible son, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Uh, no, didn't play enough. I'm sorry, Jimmy. But injured list if if he qualifies, maybe. Jimmy is a guy I would take over Bam. I would replace Jimmy with Bam. If Jimmy had played more games, he'd be my sixth guy in the front court. He has not played enough games for me to earn that spot. So that is why I have Bam, his teammate, over him. Yeah, I'm going to say no. He's putting up good numbers, but uh, he's only, he's averaging 20 points per game. No, it's not making it. <laughs> I don't think he's making it either. He, he averaged stupid numbers last year, and in the playoffs, too, he went he went absolutely crazy. Um, even against the Lakers team, but, you know, he's been hurt too much, and this year he's not really produced enough. I feel bad just because he's been injured. So because of that, he's not on my all list. When healthy, he's produced very well. He just hasn't been healthy. He's been yeah. averaging almost a triple-double since he came back, I believe, but... Jimmy Butler is not making it. Uh, that's all I really got to say. Is that did anybody else have a case for another player? I feel like that's it. We all good? Uh, no, no, we're good. No, I think right. I'm good. And a, a note on the Western Conference side. Uh, I don't think we we said this. Uh, Cat would probably be on the All Star team, but he's only played seven games this year, so that's something. Yeah, I have enough for the Western Conference. I am switching Brandon Ingram with Zion officially. <laughs> are, you, are, you watch, are you watching the Pelicans game? Right? Ingram's, Ingram's going off right now, too. He's got 19 points. Ingram, no, he doesn't. Yeah. 
I, I don't I don't think you can make a wrong decision with those two. I think they're both oh, yeah, solid, I, but I think only one of them makes. Josh Hart is twenty six and six right That's now. That's my star. But we're gonna go to our favorite Ooh. segment of each week. It's da, da, the trivia. Yes, sir. I won the trivia last week, so I will be running it for the first time. Guys, just like keeping score. I will. We um, got ten questions. We got a new player this time. I don't yeah. think he's gonna do the greatest on the baseball questions because no, he's Indian and doesn't know any baseball. <laughs> yeah. We have any oh. cricket questions. Hey, million dollar arm. Did you see that movie? <laughs> the cricket movie. Yes, I, I have seen that movie actually. <laughs> The million dollar arm? Yeah. That's the dude that played cricket and went, went to baseball, went to baseball right? Yeah. Played baseball. Yeah. Started as a cricket movie. Solid movie. Would recommend. Great work. <laughs> but if there are any Indians listening, I do recommend you get into baseball and don't be a fan of the Indians because they're gonna suck now. Uh, go be a Mets fan. And they're not gonna be called the Indians for much longer. Yeah. They'll be the Spiders or something. Yeah. Because it's racist to be called the Indians. All right. Are you guys ready for some trivia? Phones down, Alex. Oh, sorry. Flip them over. Come on. There's going to be some weird questions on this one. I already I'm know ready. it. All right. We got 10 questions. No singular theme scattered around a couple of sports. Are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. First question. In 2006, Kobe Bryant scored 81 points. Since then, who is the closest player to that number? A. Steph Curry. B. Devin Booker. C. Carmelo Anthony. Or D. LeBron James. Oh, Booker. Booker. Devin Booker. 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 I think put up seventy-one or seven. Alex. Yeah, Booker. You are all correct. Yeah. Devin Booker scored seventy points against Celtics in a loss, one thirty to one twenty. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't look that one up. Look it up. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they lost the game. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Melo put up sixty-four. Curry put. They both put up sixty. No, no. Curry's I think higher. I think Melo was sixty-one. Sixty-one in the great. Curry, huh? Curry had sixty-two. Melo had sixty-two as well. Look, look up the Devin Booker. I am sixty-two. Right so LeBron LeBron 60. Devin Booker put up 60. 70 points and a 130-120 loss to the Boston Celtics on March 24, 2017. How about that? That shit sticks. Great work. All right, guys. Who won World Series MVP in the first World Series in 1903? Is it A, Brooks Robinson, B, Honus Wagner, C, Cy Young, or D, none of the above. Oh my god. I'll go first. None of the above. Could you repeat the option, please? Brooks Robinson, Honus Wagner, Cy Young, or none of the above. Sean, bro, just a guess. I know you don't know who those people are. Honus Wagner. I'll go Cy Young. I'm going to Cy Young. All right. Kyle's correct. Yeah. In 1903, the Boston Americans took down the Pittsburgh Pirates five games to three. Cy Young played great. Honus Wagner was injured, didn't play great. They lost. But that wasn't an award until 1956, so no one won it. We got it right in spirit. I remember remember talking to Skyler about this, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got a good one for you guys here. Number three, in 2011, Sorry, the Cleveland Browns traded out of the number six spot in the draft for a package that turned in to Brandon Whedon. Who was the player selected at six that they traded? A. Julio Jones. B. Blaine Gabbard. C. J.J. Watt. Or D. Von Miller. Julio Jones. Julio. Jones. Julio. 
You're all right. It was Julio. I've talked about this one before. I I, I, I remember this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's where I saw it. I watched it on a YouTube video. Great work, guys. I've oh. got three. Everyone else has got two. You see, the point was, I, I wanted to make these ones that you guys would kind of know. Respect, because I just picked random stuff no one knew. <laughs> well, number four. Who is the only NBA player with more blocks than points scored? A, Wilt Chamberlain. B, Adonal Foyle. <laughs> C, Manute Bull. Or D, Ralph Sampson. Manute Bull. Given Manute Bull had like seven blocks on that one possession, and that's pretty that much all. Put him over the yeah, yeah, I, and it has to be a pretty good I'll, rebound to, say Ralph or Sampson, but... block to block. I'll, I'll, I'll take Bull as well. I'm going Ralph Sampson. I'm going to go Ralph Sampson too. All right, two of you got this one right. It was Kyle and Brett. Dang it. <laughs> How, how tall is he? 7'7? Seven, seven? Yeah. Something like that. Giant. Kyle in the lead with four, Brett with three, and the other two with two. Let's go, baby. Next question. This one, I don't expect you to know the players. I just thought this one was pretty funny. <laughs> You're going to hate me for this one. Which player was killed by a pitch from the New York Yankees pitcher, Carl Mays? A. Herb Score. B. Tony Canigliaro. <laughs> C. Bryce Flory. Or D. Ray Chapman. Ray Chapman. I feel like I've heard the name Ray Chapman and I've never heard the other one, so I'm going to go with Ray Chapman as well just because I feel like I recognize that name. I'm following up in the footsteps. Ray Chapman. Say, say the name. Say the name, man. Ray Chapman. <laughs> no. In 1920, Ray Chapman was hit with a split ball in the head. Spitball, not split ball. Sorry, spitball. spitball. And that uh, led to the uh, cancellation, yeah. the banning of the spitball. So you're all right. What am I, five for five? Sean, whenever you get a baseball question, Sean's just going to go with the majority. I know. I, know. <laughs> I wanted you to say the Caligliago name. <laughs> Caligliaro. All right, question number six. Who is the all-time NFL playoff sack leader since they started counting sacks in 1982? A. Bruce Smith. B. Willie McGinnis. C. Terrell Thugs. Or D. Reggie White. Someone else go first. Bruce Smith. Want to hear the names again? No, I'm trying to remember Reggie White. Bruce Smith. Willie McGinnis. Terrell Suggs, Reggie White. Terrell Suggs. Smith. McGinnis. Kyle strikes again. Willie McGinnis had 16 playoff sacks. He played a lot for the Patriots. You know, they were in the playoffs most years. So there you go. Kyle, six for six. (laughs) When when did he, when was his career? Who? Smith. That's when they won, or they went to the Super Bowls. Yeah, in the nineties. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking. That's like the right time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll go, I think I picked the top four. Yeah. As as my question, like I made up all these questions. All right, uh, number seven for the basketball fans. In 1979, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird faced off in the NCAA championship game. What was the matchup? A. Michigan State versus Indiana State. B. 
Duke versus West Virginia. C. Michigan versus Indiana or D. UCLA versus Purdue. Michigan State. Michigan State. Indiana State. State. Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. Michigan State. I believe that's right. Yeah. Magic, Magic, Magic went to Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. yeah. Did he transfer though? I feel like I feel like that's too easy. I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Michigan State though. Who they play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only have one answer with Michigan State. Yeah. He was a hooser. I did. That was a mistake. Yeah. And you're all right. <laughs> I probably should have changed that one up. Yeah, it was Michigan State versus Indiana State. Magic took home the trophy. That was kind of confusing. It seemed too obvious. I was like second guessing. So if point. I get this one right and brackets it wrong, I clinch, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. So right now, Kyle has got seven. Alex has got four. Brett's got five, and Shams got four. All right, question number eight. Who was the last reliever to win the AL Rookie of the Year? A, Andrew Bailey. B, David Price. C, Natali Feliz. Or D, Houston Street. David Price. Oh, wait, it was Rookie of the Year, correct? Natali Feliz. American League Rookie N- of the Year. Natali Feliz. 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 Sean? You got this one wrong, dog. It was Natalie Feliz yeah. in 2010. Andrew Bailey did win it, but it was 09. My first thought was Bailey, and then you said Feliz, and yeah. Once I heard uh, who won a or reliever, I knew it was going to be something with Andrew Bailey. <laughs> Houston Street. Andrew Bailey is one of my Houston. favorite players yeah. of all time. I loved Houston Street. Houston Street was my guy, like when I was little. Bobby Crosby was my guy. I liked Bobby Crosby. I met Bobby Crosby. Alex, go, go first for this next question. It's over. No, no, there's one more. Qu- I think there's two more questions. It comes down to this. I need to get it right in counties. Actually, no, I think it doesn't. You need to get the next two right, and I get, need to get <laughs> you, the next two wrong. You guys are gonna love this one. What college did NFL legend Jake Locker attend? Oh, oh wait, I think I know this one. A. Vanderbilt. B. Wake Forest. C. Minnesota. Or D. Washington. 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 Yeah, I think. Mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's over. Washington. Yes, yes, it was Washington. I was going for a hundred percent here. I thought I was gonna get you guys. Nah, I, I he was a he was a high draft pick. I remember. Yeah, that. he was. Yeah, I was watching some old NFL uh, films. I was thinking Lake Forest, and then about. that was uh, Lake Portals. No, no. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah Lake, yeah. yeah. One of the, the same colors. Same colors, yeah. Colors. So, all right. Question number ten, just for the for the fun of it, who won the first dunk contest in NBA history? A. Darnell Hillman. B. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. C. Larry McNeil. Or D. Alex English. Alex English. Hmm. Can you use the first three? You're not English. Darnell Hillman, Kareem, and Larry McNeil. I'll go... I'll go Kareem. I don't think that's right, but... I'm going McNeil. I want to go Kareem as well. All right. 1976-1977 season. The dunk contest was a challenge played throughout the entire year. No, it's so stupid. (laughs) Ended up being Darnell Hillman. No one got it right. Um... Actually, I don't know what team played for. But he he beat Larry McNeil, a former warrior, in the championship. Dang it. But, uh... Kareem was also in the final four, and Alex English was one of the 22 there. So, congratulations, Kyle. 
Yeah, he did. Uh, he played for Indiana Pacers for most of his career, and wow. then also spent time with the New Jersey Nets, Denver, Kansas City, and then he finished his career in Golden State. Wow. All right. Uh, I, I got a little preview for next week's trivia. Oh, yeah? You know, I'm doing it. I just cannot answer this. Uh, what country... It's former MLB player Victor Cole from. Victor Cole? <laughs> Germany? I don't even know who that is. Slovakia, Russia, or Ukraine? What year was this? 80s. The 80s, so the last three answers were all the same place. Slovakia? They were all considered the Russian no, Federation. Slovakia so I'm going to go with Germany. What, what were the... <laughs> what were the other three? Germany, Slovakia, Russia, Ukraine. I'll go with Russia. I'll go with Russia. Russia. He's the only player... USSR, baby. US the Soviet no, Union. No, from the USSR. No, that's a whole from... other thing. Yeah. Soviet Union. It wasn't from the Soviet Union. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. They're different. Only player in MLB history from Russia. I mean, Alex looked that up last night. Uh, yeah, from yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, from Leningrad in the Russian yeah. Federation. Which is the Russian national team. Yeah. They have a national team? Damn right they do, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> He's I mean, a head coach. Is Nate Friedman still playing for the... No, what is he? He was from a weird place. Was he on the Israel team? Uh, right in the barn way was from the uh, Israeli team. Wow. He, let's see, where is he from? Dave Freeman is a former A's player. Six foot seven. In 2012. Yeah. Uh, says he was born in D.C., but he's from... He's American Jewish. He's from like oh, okay. Israel or something like that. Right. He played on a weird national team. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's do our layups. Full predictions. Get out of here. Yeah, we're gonna start off with our layups. And uh, last week, Skeller was the only one that got his right. Uh, I had Cavs plus nine and a half versus Denver. They lost by thirty-eight. Uh, Brett had the Pelicans minus three over the Bulls. Bulls won that game. That's kind of shocking. Skeller yeah. had Brooklyn covers versus the Warriors on Saturday. I think it was about. Eight points, and they yeah. won by 30. They so. won, and uh, Alex had something, but he was wrong. Yeah, but Charlotte plus one and a half against Memphis. And yeah, lost. yeah, and cool. they lost. So going to this week, I'm going to a basketball game tomorrow with, uh, I think the Pelicans are uh, minus three versus the Trailblazers, and I'm picking the Pels to cover that. All right. I'm going to the rink again. Like I did for my opener, I got the Blackhawks minus .5 versus the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit, bottom five team in the league, along with Ottawa and some other teams. Blackhawks have been hot. Patrick Kane's line with the Brincat and Suter have been absolutely phenomenal lately. I think the Blackhawks cover. Yeah, I got the New York Knicks minus 10.5 tomorrow against Orlando. I got this Thursday the Raptors upsetting the Milwaukee Bucks. For your layup? For your layup? Yeah. Layup's like... A lock. A lock. Like, it's like, if you're betting in your fucking house on something, this is what you're betting it on. That'll yep. be your bold prediction next. Okay. All right. That's all good. So good. Well, uh, Sean, I'm actually going to disagree with you. I'm going with the Bucks. They're going to cover against Toronto on Thursday. It should be about minus three or four points. It's all right. Uh, I'm going to stay on the rink. I'm going to have the Canucks who have got off. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my what bad. What are you talking about, dog? Sorry, talking about my bad. Predictions. I, 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 yeah. 
One step ahead. All right. Now we're going to talk about bold predictions. Brett was going into the future. Uh, maybe you guys already know what he's going to say now. But uh, last week, uh, we were one for four. I had Heat beating the Jazz on Sunday. That didn't happen. Brett had the Pacers beating the Nets. That didn't happen. Seattle had Phoenix over for Philly. That did happen. Yes, sir. And Alex had uh, the Warriors beating the Nets. And I think we lost by 20 plus. Uh, no, no, I had a, I had quarterback gets traded. Yeah, he changed it. Oh, yeah. oh so he still lost. So yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, still lost. Kind of wrong. Uh, this week I'm going with the game on Thursday. It's the Nets and the Lakers, and I'm picking the Nets to win that game. It is in Los Angeles. I know there's no AD, but there's gonna be no KD as well. Mm-hmm. So it's so many stars. Out of the game, what are they gonna do? There's only Hard and there's only Kyrie. There's only LeBron. Still great prime time watch. Uh, so I already touched on what I was gonna say, but I'm gonna stay on the rink on the ice. Canucks, Vancouver got off to a rough start this season. Starting to figure out a little bit. Quinn Hughes has been hot. Same with Brock Besser, Flames, and Jacob Markstrom. Markstrom's been great in net this year. I think the Canucks are going to continue to roll a little bit, maybe heat up, find their way back into the playoff picture. Canucks beat the Flames. Hey, man. Bull prediction for no reason. Uh, Washington beating Denver tomorrow. For my bull prediction, I already touched on it, but um, I do have the Raptors beating over the Bucks. You know, there's a rumor that Under Drummond might actually go to the Raptors, so that'd be a great piece for them. All right, mine's going to be Miami Heat over the Lakers on Saturday. Jimmy Butler's back. Anthony Davis is out. This seems like a... Pretty good bold prediction for Miami at Staples Center. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for episode 23. It's been fun. Skeller, what's the links, man? The links? Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Twitter's at Sports. Instagram at Sports. TikTok, Immaculate Sports. We'll see you next week. Go Jets.